Hello, you guys. Happy Monday. Welcome back to the podcast. It is your girl, Paige, your host in the house. (laughs) I am just always so excited to be chatting with you. I am high energy this morning. It has been just a good day. I feel like it is such a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. And I am just like, I don't know. I'm just loving my mood. I read this quote today and I was like, yes, this is my mantra for the rest of the year because in case you didn't know, we are less than 100 days left of um, 2020 and maybe that excites you. Maybe I'm sure it does excite you. But anyways, I just I read this quote today and I was like, yes, It reads, working on making the rest of the year the best of the year. And that just changed my mindset. I told you guys last week that I was really getting into kind of just this structured routine. And I was dialing in on the things that I know make me feel good. And I'm sitting here a week later saying, they make me feel good. And I have so much energy coming at you today because I have just been feeling my body properly. I've been moving my body twice a day. Um, I've been doing my workouts in the morning. I've also been getting um, an outdoor walk in at night. So moving my body again later in the day. I have been drinking so much water. Like, guys, I'm just coming at you saying do the things you know you're supposed to do and do the things that make you feel good it's not always fun it's not always easy but it's so so worth it and I'm just like soaring into the end of this year with the mindset that we are making this the best um the rest of the year is the best of the year. And um, amen to that. So that's kind of my check-in on how I'm doing. Um, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're taking care of yourself as well. Um, Even though I have been feeling really, really good, I will kind of give you a bit of like a low part of my week um, because my week has not been all sunshine and rainbows over here. Um, but I did have a moment this week where I felt really lonely. And I just, I just feel like, you know, we're not interacting the way we used to. And I feel like humans aren't supposed to um, be so distant from the ones that we love. I've been just missing my family, missing my friends that I don't get to see a lot. Um, so that has been a little bit hard, but I have just been taking care of myself, doing all the things, um, to make myself mentally, um, feel better. So I have been feeling a little bit lonely, um, which is really interesting because this week we're talking all about friendships and specifically toxic friendships. I asked you guys, I think it was a week or two ago over on Instagram, um, on the podcast Instagram, it's at the P Project podcast, um, what you guys wanted to hear from, what was um, maybe a topic you'd like me to speak on and talk about um, and give you my tips on. And time after time, 
I got talking about friendships, about how I've found such good friends in my life and um, how I've maybe navigated through toxic friendships and how to get over like a friendship breakup. Seriously, like got so many questions about it. So I was like, oh my gosh, I need to make this a podcast episode. So this podcast might make me miss my friends even more. It probably will, but it's going to be worth it because um, I sat down honestly just like journaled out a bunch of my thoughts about kind of just reflecting on my past friendships and what are some of my tips how did I get through that and talk about how I've found the friendships that I have now um so I'm so excited let's hop in and let's roll the intro (laughs) hi I'm Paige, and I created this podcast to build a space where you can come and feel good about yourself, learn and understand just how worthy you are of living a life you're so excited about. Here's the deal. I promise to keep it as real as it gets and every week discuss topics that are going to help us all get through life together. I want to talk about our passions, identify our power, and living out our purpose. This is The Key Project. Okay, let's get on into it. I'm so excited. I I was just surprised how many of you guys um, wanted to hear about friendships and wanted this to be an episode. I hope that this is, as always, helpful. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm excited. It's funny because you guys really loved my dating episode um, and like my tips on um, dating and being single in your 20s. That's probably one of my most listened to episodes. So um, hearing that you guys want to talk me to talk about friendships, I got excited because I have had a lot more friendships than I've had boyfriends. Um, so a lot more failed friendships than I've had failed relationships as well. So I, I'm excited. I'm excited to kind of dive into this. It really made me like reflect on my own um time being on this earth really (laughs) um because we've we've had friends since we were really little right so I think that's kind of the biggest thing is I've gone through a lot of different friend groups and friends and um at the end of the day a friendship is no different um than a relationship with a partner and I really do view it the same way I think you should be valued the exact same way um no matter the relationship in your life um whether they're a friend whether they're a partner whether it's a family member there is things that go into a working healthy relationship and I'm really excited just to kind of dive deeper into that. So like I've said, I have been through good friendships, bad ones. I've been through situations where me and a friend just drifted apart and then I've also been in really hard toxic friendships that were really hard to move on from and I seriously think friendship breakups are real. Um, They can be very upsetting and put you in a really dark place and make you question yourself just like um, if you were dating someone, right? So I think that's a huge part. We've all kind of been through it. And I think so much of um, going through toxic friendships, you learn a lot. And I think that that's a huge component too, is realizing that everything we go through in life is a learning experience and 
friendships, good or bad, um, are no different. I think too, people come into your life at different moments um, for different reasons. Like I said, too, so you can learn those lessons, but in different seasons, you need to be close with different people and you can relate to different um, groups of friends at different times when you're going through different things. And that is just normal. I think it is okay if you're drifting away from a friend or you're going through a friendship breakup, like that is normal. We've all been there. We've all experienced it. I think so many of the things and so many of my tips that I'll share have just come through going through it. And um, it's all in maturing. It's all in growing up. It, it all makes you who you are, right? So wherever you are in your friendships, I know for me, I'm in such a great place with um the people I choose to surround myself with. And I have such good groups of friends right now that truly love and support me wholeheartedly. I think that is a key as well. I surround myself with people that truly, they inspire me, they support me, and they love me no matter what. And that is the kind of people you need to surround yourself with. And if you're not, that is totally okay. Um, and maybe you'll learn something from this. Maybe this will really, really resonate with you and kind of open your eyes because I think we can have rose-colored glasses even with friendships, you know, and we can try and make things work with people even though we know that they're toxic for us or maybe they're not serving us in the best way or treating us the best. So that's okay if you're not um, fully surrounded yourself with um, the people that you know you should, but maybe this is the wake-up call you need. Maybe this is me pouring into you and saying, wake up, sister. This person's not serving you and you deserve better. I will always say quality over quantity. Um, I I think when we were growing up and we're going through school, elementary school, high school, you know, you just, you try and be friends with everyone and you want everyone to like you and approve of you. But as you get older, you realize that that's just doesn't work. That's not the case anymore. And you really have to um, just figure out who you really vibe with and who you are going to spend your time with and um, who becomes a priority to you. So maybe you have a bunch of friends, maybe you only have one or two close friends, but I am a strong believer in quality over quantity. If you are trying to be friends with everyone, I feel like you're really going to end up being friends with no one because you're not able to kind of give your time and effort into those friendships specifically that could really end up being true, good people for you. I want to backtrack a bit because I haven't always been someone that's surrounded myself with good people. I have been through like I said, some horrible friendships. I've gone through periods where I really haven't had any friends and those have been extremely hard times. Um, for me, I think I was maybe in like grade 10. It was high school anyway. And it was like this full year where I just felt like I, I had no friends. And I look back to that time and I'm like, hmm, like what, what was it? Like what happened? And I think a lot of it was I was just in like this transitional period. So I was losing touch with some of the friends I had went to elementary school with, even though I still went to high school with them, our um, 
like similarities were changing, our interests were different, and we were just growing into being different people with different friends and different, um, like I said, interests, which attracted different friend groups. And it was a hard time, for sure. Um, And I remember feeling just very alone. I didn't really like walk in the halls with anyone. And I just you know, you try and make friends with people and it's, it's almost like you're trying too hard. Um, I felt that way a lot too. Like I just, I didn't really click. Um, and then eventually I did and I found people that, um, I had common interests with. I got a lot closer with the girls on my dance team that were actually didn't go to my high school. So I felt a bit better about that. Um, and then slowly over time, I got close with people again, right? So it's just a matter of realizing sometimes it's just a transitional period. Obviously, that was me in high school a while ago. Um, but it just, it's totally, totally relatable to what I said earlier in that with different seasons come different friends. So if you're someone right now where you're like, you know, I just, I don't really have a lot of close friends. Maybe it's because you are drifting away from people who you just aren't sharing the same interests with anymore and they're going in a different direction. Um, I feel like that's kind of happening a lot as I'm seeing a lot of my friends in like post-grad. You're really realizing like, okay, we're all kind of going off and starting our own lives. So you're really truly seeing who is going to be friends in the long term because now we're not sitting in class together every day and now we're not roommates anymore so there's going to be different transitional periods and it's okay if you don't have a lot of friends they will come um kind of as you enter into this next season another really hard time i went through as far as making friends um was actually once i transferred universities so for those of you that don't know, you're newer to the podcast and maybe don't know my story as much. I um, went away after high school and actually none of my friends from high school came to my university that I went to, but I had no issues making friends in my first year. Um, I got really close with my roommates. I was involved in that university and I just clicked with some people right away. So that was awesome. Um, Obviously not everyone has that experience. Um, so I had really great friends at the first university I went to. And then, um, after first year there, I decided to transfer to university that was closer to my hometown to be closer to family because I just really struggled and I wasn't in love with my program. Anyways, not the point of the story page, but, um, I transferred universities and I decided to go back into res because it was just an easy way for me to make friends. And when I transferred, I did not have a single friend for the first two weeks of school. And I feel like maybe that doesn't seem like a long time, but when you're living alone in a dorm, I had a roommate, um, but we really just didn't talk for a while and we didn't, we didn't become close till much later, till two weeks later. She was my first like real friend. For those two weeks, it was a matter of like, I couldn't make friends. I went to the orientation events and I just didn't click with anyone. And I had this moment, I remember calling my mom, crying on the phone, thinking, oh my gosh, I made a mistake with transferring. I just wish I could go back to the first university I had went to. All of my other friends stayed there. Like this was such a mistake. And I think the biggest thing is, is that 
even though I still went to all the events and I, I continued to put myself out there and even though it didn't click and it felt like weird to make friends, like it, it feels forced sometimes, right? It's kind of like dating. Like it feels like a forced situation where you're trying to um, meet someone and that's awkward. And I never experienced that like weird really like awkwardness before I guess a little bit in high school but um it was just this really hard two-week period a long long two weeks and then um I finally um ended up talking to my roommate I thought she was like off having the best time with all these new people she had met lo and behold she hadn't really um met many people either and she was struggling so we bonded over that we're still really good friends to this day we've had we have a lot in common. So um, that all worked out. But I remember how hard that period was um, for me as well. So those were just two situations where I really struggled to make friends, even though I was trying really hard. And I just felt lonely and I felt stuck. And I felt like no one could relate to me because it felt like everyone else had friends. Everyone else had um, a friend group they were having the best time with and I was just alone and I felt so isolated and if you're in that situation you're not alone maybe your roommate beside you feels alone too check in on her because that was obviously our situation um, but seriously like you aren't alone I feel like everyone goes through this um, and it is just a part of growing up. I also think too, it's a good time to kind of focus on yourself, like really just take that time, find a new hobby. Um, and within that, you might find people that, um, you know, you can be friends with and you share that um, common interest with as well. So really just kind of look at, you know, what would I like to do? What club would I like to join? What um, sport or hobby or maybe I want to start my own business? Like whatever it is, um, kind of look inwardly and then you might even discover that you find a whole new group of friends. Um, little little teaser that also happened to me um that we'll get in later but it's true there is a lot of strength in um finding friends that just have common interests with you so I know I've kind of like talked and rambled about um like I guess being lonely and friendships and kind of just like being alone that side of it but there is a lot of um to be talked about as far as like toxic friendships because I have been there too and I have stayed in friendships a lot longer than I should have, tried to make it work um, and I feel like so many people go through this and I see my friends go through this as well with other people and it's really hard to walk away from. Um, it's really hard to identify when something is can be toxic and it's really hard to walk away even when your gut knows, right? So I do want to kind of dive into that. I wouldn't say that I've had a lot of toxic friendships. I would say most of the people I'm not friends with anymore, I really just drifted away from. Um, when I went away to school, I drifted away from a lot of my um, high school friends which was normal. A lot of my friends went to college in town, in our hometown, and I went away to school, so I drifted apart, or they went to different universities. So I feel like that's a very common thing. Um, I also, this is something I find too, is that I know a lot of like 
parents or people um, in your life might say, oh, like the friends you meet in high school, like those will be your ride or dies forever. That is not the experience for me. And I think that that's not the experience for a lot of people, even university. Um, Those people, you know, your first year roommates, those will be the people that are your bridesmaids, like also not the case for me. So it's just... I feel like that's one thing not to like get kind of caught up in that and don't hang on to friendships just because you think that like those will be your ride or dies and those will be the people that like you're friends with forever because that can really probably not be the case. Maybe. And that works for some people. Um, But everyone's life experience is so, so different. So don't hold on to a toxic friendship just because you feel like you're not going to have um, any more friends and be close with anyone else because that is not the case. I think when I, again, kind of reflect on my past, I definitely had more of a toxic friendship in high school where we just like were friends and then we weren't friends and then we were just like constantly like on and off trying to make it work. Um, And I think I just thought I wouldn't have any other friends. I think that was probably part of it. Um, But again, you just kind of grow up and you just realize that um, it's time to move on. And we ended up doing that. I would say my most recent toxic friendship, and I don't want to like hash this out and I don't want to like go into this in super detail um, because honestly, it just like doesn't matter in my life anymore. Um, And it's not something to talk about. It's not something I really carry with me because I fully have moved on from that friendship, but it is just more recent because it did happen um the friendship ended in university we met each other in university so it's a bit more fresh in that sense um and a lot of my friends that I'm close with today are still friends with her so I guess that would be my most kind of recent toxic friendship and I talked about it a bit in the first episode um where I talk kind of like an intro about me and then I go into um talking about confidence like the very first episode of this podcast I kind of dive into it a bit so if you want to go back you can totally listen um to that situation there but I think I again just learned a lot about myself. I think the hardest part in that friendship and walking away was that I I had to walk away almost from an entire friend group. And these were girls that I had met in first year, I was um, roommates with in second year. And then me and one of the friends had a falling out in third year. So it was hard because I knew that so many of my friends were best friends with her as well. So I kind of had to walk away knowing that maybe they wouldn't want to be friends with me either. But it was to the point where the relationship was so toxic that it was holding me back from becoming someone I wanted to be. And I, it was someone that they didn't make me feel good about myself. And I think that's a big thing to look out for is if someone is projecting their insecurities onto you, it's toxic. And making you feel worse about yourself, that is not a friendship you want to be in. And I'm not sitting here saying that everything I've done in my past is right and I'm I've made mistakes in friendships before and even in that specific friendship I know I've made mistakes and 
I'm aware of that. Um, but it got to the point where I just had to walk away. And it was so hard to do because um, of the mutual friends that we do have. And I had to just tell myself, you know what? I'm putting myself first. If I lose all of my friends because of this, then they weren't really my friends in the first place. And I hope that they'll see where I'm coming from and that they'll support me. Um, but if not, I need to move on for my own, my own well-being. And there were times where I was left out, obviously, um, when that group of friends went out to have a night out at the bar or just out for dinner or went on vacations and trips and all of these things. I was walking away from that and... I, I had to be okay with being left out because my well-being will always come first and you need to put yourself before anything else always. Okay, I want to dive into kind of just some questions to maybe ask yourself if you are just like reflecting on your own friendships and you're like, I don't know if this is what's best for me. These are some things that I would kind of ask yourself almost as like a little like, is my friendship toxic checklist, I guess you could call it. Um, and just things to like think about as I'm like asking you these questions. Maybe you need to write it down. Maybe you need to journal it. Maybe you can just like think it through. Um, but I think these are really important things to reflect on and ask yourself. Is the effort in the friendship being matched? I feel like this is a huge thing. Is that person putting in the same time and effort into the friendship as you are? Um, I know for me, I am like an all-in friend. I will do everything for my friends. So I have attracted that over time and now I can truly say that I have friends that I know would be there for me through anything and if I needed them they're just a call away or a drive or whatever and they are always going to show up when I need them I feel like this is critical in friendships is is the effort being matched on both sides this is a mutual relationship just like any other relationship in your life and if you're putting in all this time and all all this effort and they are not being consistent they are flaking off on you and canceling plans and just like don't value your effort and time that you're putting in then that's something you really um should ask yourself the second one who makes you feel good and I think it's so important that you surround yourself with people that you can be yourself around and just that you feel good when you're with them I think that sometimes we can surround ourselves with people that bring us down and they're negative in their own lives and just asking yourself, kind of doing like a gut check of how do you feel when you hang out with this friend or this group of friends and if you're not feeling good, if you're not feeling inspired and positive, like that is a red flag if you're constantly feeling like they're dragging you down and it's negative and they're always talking shit about other people like you need to maybe reevaluate that and ask yourself are these people you feel good around and that you actually want to surround yourself with that is a really big thing also who can you be yourself with 
Who can you just laugh with and be your full authentic self around? You don't feel judged. You don't feel like you have to act a certain way or be a certain person around um, this group of friends. Like, make sure you're being you. And I think this can be hard at times when we don't fully know who we are as ourselves. Um, And obviously, I feel like being in your 20s, it's all about figuring out who you are. Um, But just making sure you never feel judged by the people you surround yourself with and you can just actually enjoy your time with them. You can be present. You can be yourself. And I just think that's so, so important. The next question to ask yourself, who supports you and all of your crazy dreams? If you were to go to your friend and tell her you are really excited about this new adventure or this crazy new thing or talking about something you're really passionate about, how do they respond? Are they supportive? Are they just going to have your back no matter what? Are they excited for you? Are they right in on um, sharing the passion that you are exuding? Or are they negative? Are they putting doubts into you? Are they um, just like bringing you down in a moment where you are expressing that you're excited about something, about this new idea, about this new thing you're trying out, just really ask yourself how that person responds when you are um, talking, having these conversations, and are they supportive of whatever um, you are up to? I think that's that's a huge thing, something that I I really pride myself in. My friends are so supportive of everything I do, of being an online coach in, you know, maybe a space that this isn't the normal thing to do, but my friends are so supportive of me posting on social media, of me having this platform, of me having the podcast, like when I told them I wanted to start a podcast, they were so, so excited about it. And are your friends excited for you too? I think that's such a big deal because when we are just experiencing life and having these dreams and thinking about our futures, it is so important to surround yourself with friends who support you because obviously you're going to have some of your own doubts. We all have that, right? Like that little voice in the back of our head that says, oh, maybe I'm going to fail. Maybe I shouldn't do this. But if you have people that are behind you, cheering you on and supporting you every step of the way, it makes life so much easier and so much more rewarding because then you have people on the other side to share it with and to share the excitement and the success on the other side of things. So I think if you are surrounding yourself with people that make you doubt yourself, that make you feel um, bad about yourself, like I mentioned before, and just people that don't support you in all of your crazy dreams, um, I would really evaluate if that's someone you really want to keep in your life. Another thing to ask yourself, who shows up for you at your lowest times? I think this was a huge thing for me when I walked away from um, the toxic friendship I had in university because I was at a really low point that year. Um, It was my third year of university. My dad was really sick. He ended up passing away and 
it was this huge shift I had with my friends because it really showed who cared about me, who was there for me, who supported me, and who checked in to make sure I was okay. Because when you're going through a hard time, I think this really is going to show who your people are. Tough times show who's got your back. And that is the reality of the situation. Maybe it's a hard reality because it's like you're going through a hard time. I don't know maybe what that is for you, um, but you're already going through a hard time. So it can be difficult when you're not getting the support from your friends that you maybe expected to. Um, that's like a little heart crushing in itself, right? But it's a really important realization and don't ignore that. Um, cause that is a huge red flag for sure. The reality is you can sometimes find your people when you're in the dark and when you're going through a really hard time, um, in your own personal life. And I would say, is it hard to walk away from those friendships when you kind of see their intentions? Yes, it is always hard, but I need you to know that you need to walk away, even if it means you're going to be alone, even if it means that you are compromising other friendships because of it. Friendship breakups are real. Like, it is a real breakup that you're going through, and it's okay to go through it. It's okay to be hurt and upset and disappointed. I think it's really interesting um, when you go through a friendship breakup because a lot of the times I find it hurts sometimes even more because you don't anticipate it ending, right? And this is someone that you've opened up to and shared so much of your life and you've really been like the real you. And sometimes relationships end and there is like a breakup period, right? And you maybe didn't see all of the red flags like you would in kind of a normal relationship, right? I think when you're dating someone, it's like you are like a bit cautious and you kind of have your guard up a bit and you kind of like anticipate like, okay, where is this going to go? Where is this going to go? How long are we going to be together? Or, you know, whatever. Um, but friendships aren't like that. You just kind of live your everyday life and you don't anticipate an ending. So sometimes it can be a really harsh reality and it can be really, really hard to get through. I want to finally just um, talk about some of my main tips because now we've kind of sat here, we've reflected on our friendships, we've asked ourselves kind of these like hard hitting, maybe awakening questions. And now I just want to kind of wrap it up, give you just some of my tips just to think about um, toxic friendships are hard to deal with. So I kind of just came up with some of my tips to share with you. The first one, it must be mutual. Kind of already touched on this, but the effort you put in has to be matched. This is a two-way friendship and it's a relationship that takes two people to tango. Um, and it's just really important that it is a mutual friendship and they really value you the same way you value them. I also think it's really important to be self-aware. Understand that maybe you're making mistakes in the friendship. Maybe you're contributing. Um, maybe you are possessing some toxic um, traits yourself, like really just being aware that, like I said, this is a two-way 
relationship and maybe there are things that you need to work on and that is totally okay we're all human we're all learning and growing I know um I when I was in therapy I talked a lot about my friendships and I had a lot of questions on if I did the right thing and if I made the right decision was it wrong for me to say this or act this way? Do I need to apologize for something I had done or something I had said? Um, one thing my therapist said to me that sticks with me all the time um, is you never need to apologize for something as long as it doesn't go against your own values. And I think I've said this in a podcast episode before, um, but it just really stuck with me because I've had situations where I was like, do I need to apologize for the things I've said and the way I maybe acted in a situation? And my therapist just said to me, Paige, you only need to apologize if you conducted yourself in a way that is outside of your values and the way you want to carry yourself and how you believe you should be acting. I just think it's important to be self-aware and have that open communication with your friends too. Um, I think that's really important, knowing how all of your friends kind of communicate and knowing that there is an open communication that is accepted. That's the only way you're gonna be able to get through problems with your friends. Um, I know for me, I've been very self-aware in the fact that I am horrible at answering group chats um, with my friends and that is a huge way they stay connected. So I feel like sometimes I'm disconnected from that because I'm not good at responding all the time to the group chats. And that's something that I brought up with them and I was like, I acknowledge that I'm not good at this. I'm going to try and be better. Um, and not that that was like a huge issue in our friendships at all, but um, it's just important to be self-aware and understand that, you know, you're not perfect too. My next tip would be just simply find friends with similar interests. I feel like there's so much power in it and it truly is like life-changing when you start to surround yourself with people that aren't just friends due to like proximity so you're not just friends because you know they were your roommates or they were in classes with you like I think this is kind of a time where um as you kind of graduate and you're starting to kind of like go out into the real world you need to find people that have common interests with you because you're becoming who you are and when you're surrounding yourself with people who have similar lifestyles and just value the same things, it's going to really help push you to grow into the person that you need to be, which kind of goes into another tip of mine in that if you have a friend that is holding you back from becoming the person you want to be, you need to let them go. Like this is probably if you take anything from this episode, it would simply be this, that if you feel like you are being held back from the person that life is calling you to be because of this friendship, if they are tearing you down, if they are not making you feel good and preventing you from growing, you need to let them go. Like point blank period, that is the end of the episode. Like seriously, that is it. You need to walk away. And your gut always knows. So just listen to your gut. 
and you will know if it is time for you to walk away from a relationship and find new friends. Like your gut knows, listen to your gut, listen to your heart. All right, got a little off track there. Um, but just going back to like the similar interest thing, I know that is why I am such good friends with the other coaches on my team because we have such similar interests. We value taking care of ourselves, putting ourselves first, um, we love obviously working out, eating healthy, and it's just like so powerful when you surround yourself with people that make you a better person and that share the interest of that, of self-growth and working on ourselves every single day. So it's really important, whatever it is, whatever your interests are, um, that you surround yourself with a group of people that are going to, um, share that interest and support you in kind of everything you're up to. I think so many of these things I talk about just comes from the experience of maturing and growing up. Um, and I think you really just grow to be able to read people really well. I know whenever I'm introduced to a new group of people um, or I'm out doing things and I'm meeting others, it's it's not hard for me to know who I vibe with. And I have met other groups of girls and I've been like, yep, I could be best friends with her and I don't really vibe with her. Like I can kind of just read these situations really well now. So I think a lot comes from just maturing and it does make it easier to kind of like make friends that way because um, you're able to kind of like read people and kind of understand their intentions, kind of just off honestly meeting people sometimes. So I think that's just something to think about. A lot of this comes just from maturing and figuring out how who you are and the people you want to surround yourself with. The next tip and just something to remember is accepting that you might not be friends with this person forever and that's okay. Um, different seasons bring different friends and people into your life that you need and it's just important to recognize that you're you might not be friends with everyone forever and that's okay that's life um so don't be hard on yourself for that I think in the past I've thought oh my gosh like is there something wrong with me that I have had these different friend groups and different seasons of my life like am I wrong for that am I the problem but I just think it's life I think that's how things work and I think so many people could agree with that there's nothing wrong with you if you've had um, a bunch of different friends. It doesn't mean that you are the bad person. I used to really care about that. Like, oh my gosh, do people think that like there's something wrong with me because I have all these different groups of friends and I've been through um, different friendships, you know, over the course of my time. Do people think that there's something wrong with me that I'm the bad person? No. <laughs> I just think that um, as you grow up, you stop caring what other people think. But um, also, there's nothing wrong with you in that. Finally, I will say friendships are like relationships. And if you feel like this friend isn't serving you, they're not making you feel good and giving you the time and effort. They're not making you feel loved, deserved, worthy. It's time to walk away. And I think that's kind of just wraps up the entire episode perfectly. Um, it's okay to listen to your gut, to walk away, to be able to identify, you know what, this friendship isn't serving me, this feels toxic, and is it maybe going to hurt to walk away? Absolutely. Is it going to be hard? 
Absolutely. Is it going to maybe feel like a breakup where you need to um, have a pail of ice cream? Probably. But that's okay. And that's life. And we move on and we focus on ourselves and we grow and we just keep going. All right, you guys, that is the episode. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you took something from this. Um, And I hope this was a positive experience for you. Obviously, talking about any toxic um, relationship is hard and it's not a fun thing to go through, to experience, to really just even open up about. So if you've made it this far, thank you. I love you. I hope this was super helpful. Um, As always, follow me over on Instagram. If you haven't yet, it is at Healthier Page. And let's chat. Let's just get to know each other over there. I love talking to you guys, connecting with you. I love hearing that you loved the episode um, and all of your thoughts. So send me a DM, let me know, share it with someone you feel like maybe needs this. And I will chat with you guys so, so soon.